Hello, KM family, and welcome to the Kingdompreneur Mentor Podcast, where listeners experience God's unfair advantage in life and business, hosted by Reggie Flowers. Kingdompreneur Mentor supports the development of faith-based entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs by helping them to dismantle their struggles and gracefully build a life of fulfillment and success while honoring God. We exist to provide you with the evidence that faith plus skills times belief equals disproportionate increase in your life and business. So whether you're listening in your office, kitchen, car, or on the treadmill at the gym, thank you for trusting us with your ears as we continue to strive to maintain that trust. Thank you, Shannon, again for that wonderful introduction. And before we do anything else, let's give Shannon a virtual round of applause. She does a tremendous job each and every week, making sure that we start this podcast um, off in a really, really great way. Kingdompreneur family, hello, welcome. This is your first time. Come on in, get comfortable. If you're a returning member of the KM family, we appreciate you too. And I really want to take a second just to thank you all for being here. We just started this channel three or four weeks ago. The support that we've received so far has been pretty awesome. The love that we received, the comments, uh, just really grateful. And I want to ask you a question. You know, we're coming in to the holiday season here in in the Western Hemisphere or the Western part of the world. Uh, If you're preparing for a holiday this weekend, what are your plans? What are you doing this weekend? Go ahead and put in the comments what you plan on doing with your family what you plan on doing with your loved ones, friends. Uh, Let me know about something exciting. Maybe you can inspire my family to do something. For those of you who are new, you know, I'm married. I have five wonderful children, right? And it was wild to me. I'm the only child. I had no siblings growing up. So one child turns into five grandchildren from my mother, which is tremendous, and my father. Uh, Really blessed to have them. And I'm sure some of you are feeling the same way. I think before we get into our topic today, and you remember, what's this month's theme? Building faith under pressure. That we just got to take a moment to just really be thankful for all that we have. Be thankful for our time together right now, that you're listening to me. And I have the opportunity to share my thoughts with you. That you're giving me that time, which I think is really incredible uh, in itself. Uh, I thank you for coming, allowing me to welcome you in my home, right? We're in the basement, and this is where a lot happens, right? Behind you, we enjoy movies, and right here uh, in the basement kitchen is where you and I have a conversation about really unleashing um, God's unfair advantage and helping people realize that, activate that, and that's what you're really here for. If you're a faith-based leader, a Christian leader, and you're seeking that next step, right? Like, how do I activate God's unfair advantage in my life? What does that look like exactly? And then how can I break it down to a strategy or how can I break it down to a formula that if I'm consistent and persistent, it will materialize? Kingdompreneur Mentor's whole objective is to help you experience God's unfair advantage, both in your life, personally, and in your business. Because when you begin living and experiencing and realizing God's promises, you your life has a different meaning. Your life has 
it begins to move in a different direction. And when chaos happens, when the enemy attacks, those types of events no longer affect you the way they did prior to you experiencing God's unfair advantage. Because then you become super grateful and you expect those attacks. You expect the chaos and you know how to maneuver right through it. It's kind of like when you see someone uh, like Barry Sanders breaking tackles. Right? Remember Barry Sanders for the Detroit Lions? Yeah, he used to just his ability to laterally move and break tackles. And you had men two and three times his size trying to take him down. But he was unwilling to go down out of sheer determination and will. That's really what it's like when you have God's unfair advantage. And our responsibility, Kingdompreneur mentor, the mentors, the team, the production team, is to give you what you need. And help you create help create an environment for you to experience what we're describing. Because the moment you experience, you will come to your own conclusion, and no one can take that from you. And then you're gonna be so impressed with how your relationship with God enhances, the teachings of Jesus begin to manifest right before your eyes. And I'm not trying to share that things are gonna be perfect. I'm not implying that all of a sudden, you know. You're not going to be in a place where you doubt occasionally or you have some worry. You have some of the things that are against God's promises, but you'll, you'll quickly correct it. And when you quickly correct it and say, this is ridiculous. Why was I even on this? Why was I even concerned? I knew God was going to work it out. He has my back. He's going to get me through it. I had the strength to get through it. It's just a different life. And I look at my life and I'm just so grateful to have those experiences, to witness God's mercy, his favor, giving me strength when otherwise times I didn't know what I was going to do. I really just am thankful. I'm thankful. I'm thankful for my life. I'm thankful for what he's done for me, the journey that he's taken me on all the way from growing up in a small town in Port Huron, Michigan, graduating with a small class, to fast forwarding 20 years later. It's crazy to think that I've been out of, I'm about to be out of high school 20 years. At 38, I have a 17-year-old, I have a 10 and a 9-year-old, and this year they'll be 10 and 11. Uh, then there's two beautiful new babies in the house, which I enjoy. We have a year and a half, and also a soon-to-be six-month-old. Uh, and so three boys, two girls, and it's really important to me to be an example, both my wife and I, to help them experience through observation God's unfair advantage for those who are obedient, those who are disciplined, and who lack in. And we're not teaching perfectionism, but we're focused on excellence, being outstanding at whatever we choose to do, whatever we're passionate about doing. The question I have for you, if you're ready, Type in the chat right now, I'm ready. Go ahead, let's be obedient. What are we going to talk about today? Well, there's a lot we could talk about, right? There's a lot happening in the world. You know, for me right now, um, there's a lot of craziness in business. I don't know what's happening in your business or what's happening in your career. But 2023 has been a real storm, <laughs> right. If I look at the start of the year, it has been a storm. And here's the wild part. When I started, when I ended 2022, it was the greatest year we've had in business. I mean, it was a record-breaking year 
record-breaking across the board. And I remember saying, okay, Holy Spirit told me to prepare for 2023. So I did a seven-day water fast in the beginning of January. That was my first time experiencing that. And I will drop my thoughts and experience in this uh, particular episode on the seven things I took away from that seven-day water fast. Powerful. If you haven't done it, I highly encourage it. I highly recommend it. It transformed so much for me, especially my connection and for me relying on God in a time of true need, which is hunger. I consumed a lot of water, which was really great for my body. And then also just the mental strength that it provided me. The wild part is I thought I was doing it because of the next ascension. <laughs> it was, we're about to ascend to a whole new level. No, he had me doing it, preparing me for the storm so I could be prepared for it. And boy, I am here to tell you that it's been a real storm. But I'm grateful because I know the truth. I know the outcome. And I also know how to weather these types of storms. Come June 4th, I'm starting the seven-day fast again. I've committed to doing it twice a year. It's a lot of biological benefits. For those of you who understand the relationship with your Savior and and the uh, connection with Holy Spirit, that's going to be second to none too, taking a part of that. But I want to talk about today, I'm struggling. God, can you fix me? I'm struggling. What are you struggling with right now? If you're feeling open and moved by Holy Spirit, put it in the comment section. What are the, some of the things that you're struggling with right now in this season of your life? It could be related to your family, your finances, your faith, your fitness. Typically, it's within those four realms of living. And I would be curious to know, and I'll respond and give you some of my thoughts, right? We can start connecting on a deeper level, but I'm struggling. God, can you fix me? Struggling, you know, the phrase, the struggle is real. That's very true. But what's also true is what you can get out of the struggle when you truly understand who you are and how to harness that struggle and allow that struggle to be put to work for you. I wrote a book called The Art of the Struggle, The Five Incontrovertible Laws for Transformation, Success, and Fulfillment. And in that journey, I was describing the fall from my first successful business and kind of losing my identity, losing myself. And I created five laws, right? They all started with E. So embracement, engagement, equipping, empowerment, and elevation. And you can also find that book on Amazon. And we'll put the link below. A lot of people enjoyed it. I enjoyed um, writing it and and speaking it. You know, I used the uh, Dragon program, and I would write down my notes and then just speak. You know, over a thousand to two thousand words a night, and that was the creation of my journey. I kind of let you into my life and the journey of overcoming my struggles. So some of the things that I struggled with, and occasionally still struggle with, but at that specific time, I struggled with. The failure in business. I didn't really understand at that time why it was monumental today, but I didn't get it then. Managing my money effectively, I struggled with that. I struggled with pride and arrogance. 
I was so driven to be the best and show people that I was worthy of being the best, that my worth was tied into my business, I really struggled with that. I struggled with my belief around being a provider because at that time, Mary, my daughter was older, two younger children. Um, Their mother was working at the time. I was trying to figure it out. So she was the provider while I was in creation mode. So I struggled with that. And that struggle was challenging. But God came to me and spoke to me and helped me understand that I was going to go through this to teach other people how to move through it. And so then I learned to embrace all the challenges that came to me because I was going to be a sounding board. I was going to be an example to help people like you get through your struggles, to get through your challenges and experience God's unfair advantage once you get through and how that could be super beneficial long term. Now, when I go through a storm, I get excited because I know that when the sun comes out, it's going to be a quantum leap compared to where we were at before. And we've done good. (laughs) We've done really good. And so I'm grateful. And I don't just mean that in a materialistic standpoint. I also mean that my children are exceptionally well, right? Like I got great children. I have an awesome wife, great family around us. Everybody's healthy both mentally and physically, like those are just the small things that you have to be grateful for. Grateful to be able to go to the grocery store and buy what I want. I remember there was a time where I couldn't go to the grocery store. And if I did go to the grocery store or could go, I couldn't buy what I really wanted. I enjoy steak. What is one of your favorite foods that you enjoy eating right now? I would like to know. But for me, I like ribeye cuts. I love Wagyu. I love... I'm not really a porterhouse, but I love prime, right? I love quality cuts. So when I'm traveling all around the world, I, I try steakhouses no matter if I'm here in the United States or if I'm, if I'm in Asia or in the Middle East, wherever I'm at, I'm having a good steak. South Beach, Miami, a good steak. You can count on that. Do I overconsume red meat? No, but I do love a great steak. So going back to what we talked about struggling, we all struggle. But some of us figure out how to let our struggle be beneficial, while others, and I would think the vast majority, allow that struggle to totally immerse into their life and it becomes a belief and then it becomes a, like a trailer repeating in their mind over and over again, the mental trailer, over and over again, over and over again, what you're not, what you can't do, how you can't accomplish, you know, over and over again, over and over again. You keep seeing this movie of you not excelling and then you're confused, but you keep going to God for the solution. But you realize like, or you don't realize, excuse me, that you're not doing your part. Before we move forward, here's what you have to understand. If you don't have a relationship a real relationship with God, you cannot expect the benefits and the fruits that come from that relationship, from the library of books, which is the Bible. You cannot experience that to come alive if you're not doing your part. So part of Kingdompreneur's mentor's responsibility is coaching you, mentoring you into a place where you are now doing your part consistently. All right, so what are we talking about today? I'm struggling. God, can you fix me? We're going to talk about God's, what is God's unfair advantage? So you're going to learn that today. You're also going to learn 
what's stopping you from activating it. And then we're also going to talk about how to activate God's unfair advantage in your life. And I think those are pretty simple concepts to gather. And things are simple, but they're not always easy. But the good thing about whatever we're doing and discussing, you already have what you need within you. Kingdompreneur mentor's responsibility is just to help you extract it, right? Get it out. Get it out there. Get it utilized and allow it to produce some fruit in your life. So oftentimes people are like, Reggie, what's God's unfair advantage, both in life and business? I've had some people say, that sounds very negative. Look, the great thing about people is, or the great thing about people, we love them across the board, no matter what they say. I've seen some very interesting comments as of recent, especially the battle between the atheists and the gentleman talking about the realization of God. I've seen some people refer to God in some interesting words for sure. Like they just they don't know better. But the bottom line is, is people ask me all the time, what's God's unfair advantage? And I think the simplest way to describe God's unfair advantage, both in your life and business, is the realization of his promises in your life. And if you're running a business in that business, which is why we call it Kingdompreneur Mentor, right? Working with the leaders, business leaders, business owners. We focus on the leaders, people who are influencers, you know, that are building, impacting, contributing. That's who we coach and, and facilitate growth opportunities for. But it's the realization. And when you look at the realization and the word realization, another way to look at it is the evidence or proof of God's promises. So once you understand God's promises, the next step is getting to a place where you begin to experience them. That you can recognize them. You can see them. You can measure them. They are now tangible. No more of this, well, only in science can it be tangible. That's not true. That's not fact. The fact that you and I are talking about this right now is the realization of God's community coming together and having a conversation about his unfair advantage. You have to realize that when we decided to forsake ourselves, our humanly desires, to align spiritually, to follow the teachings of Jesus Christ, to forego everything that goes against that, there's a trade-off, and any time we're making a decision or we're deciding to get into a deal, there's a trade-off. Now, here are some of the promises that God has bestowed for us, and it's our job just to unlock it. The first one, favor. It is important to have favor in your life. Favor is like having a competitive advantage that no one can see, no one else knows it but you, that when you walk into a room and have a conversation with people, they gravitate to you. When something should have gone, not gone your way, and it goes your way, that's favor. When people are wanting to help you, be of service to you, add value to you, that's favor. You want God's favor. And one of the ways to unlock favor, I love the scripture, when a man finds a wife, he finds a good thing, and he obtains favor from the Lord. 
Why is that obtaining a favor? Because when you, as a man, and you're providing for your family, and you're supporting and protecting your family, you want favor. Favor when the enemy is trying to destroy it. Favor when, you know, finances are attempting to be destroyed. You want things to have that, that extra edge, that extra benefit factor. Then there's mercy. We all need mercy. We make mistakes. We'll do foolish things sometimes. Having God's mercy so that even though we know what to do and when we don't do it, he gives us mercy. And then follows that as grace. His grace is second to none. And having grace in your life excuses you sometimes from the absent-mindedness of human behavior. Forgiveness, that's a really big one. Do you struggle with forgiveness? Let's be honest with one another. I do. I still do sometimes. Majority of the time, I would say 95% of the time, I can forgive with no problem. But there is a 5%. And I've been working through that. Do you struggle with forgiveness or any of these categories so far? Another promise that God provides us is he, he, he promises to strengthen us. That's a really big one. There's so much happening in our lives. You'll have someone you love dearly may get sick with a terminal ailment. You may have a child that's hurt or injured, or you're in your career and you've built this foundation and you lose your source of income or sources of income. You need strength. You do. You're feeling beat up. You're feeling down. You're worried about your well-being. You need that extra lift that just says, okay, I trust you, Father. I trust myself. It'll get figured out. But that takes strength, a lot of strength. And sometimes in your life when you're feeling weak, you have to be able to tap into that strength to get you to the other side. Another promise is he promises to provide our needs. I would, have, I would have to say, or guess, that majority of people really have not experienced this promise. Or they didn't recognize it. I remember when I was in that phase of trying to figure out business and where money was going to come from. And randomly, at the right time, I mean, just typically before a true like shutoff notice or the loss of things took place, someone would always show up with either needing a value or service from me or make an investment with me right at the right time. And then there would be accumulation that would take place right in that season. And I learned quickly that if I just relied on God to provide, that I am not a provider in the context of relationship between God and I. He is the ultimate provider. And I'm just a steward of his provision. That if I kept that mindset, I could, number one, be okay without having a clear and always objective plan. And follow Holy Spirit in the footsteps and it would lead me to provision. So the question becomes, who's really your provider? Is it you or is it God? If you are the provider in your mind, then that's keeping a distance between you and your father too. Well, this is the big one. Work things out for your good. That's hard because sometimes what you're going through, you wouldn't consider good. 
but it works out for your good. I have many stories of that, and I'm sure you do too. But that is a promise. It will work out for your good. So why is that important? Because then you can go and have a good attitude about what you what appears to not be working in your favor or working out to your good at that moment allows you to see it through long enough so you can see the good in it. And then you can appreciate the lesson. You can learn from the lesson and then you can move on. But if you don't learn, you'll more likely repeat it. And that's when you feel like there's no good. But you have to do your part. One of his promises also is to answer prayers. That's a really dicey one. Because people are like, Reggie, I'm praying every day. I'm praying, I'm praying. And from my experience, I can only give you my perspective. There's prayer that is aligned with the will and purpose of his life. I mean, your life with, with God. And so therefore, when you call upon those benefits... You'll see them materialize. But then there's prayers that are out of your reach and have nothing to do with your will. For example, uh, you have a spouse that's sick and you're praying for them to be healed. More than likely, you're praying for them to be healed here on earth. But if they go to heaven, they're also healed. Your prayer has to be in alignment with God's will, not your will. And so sometimes we're praying for things that are not in the alignment or the will that God has for us. And when it doesn't come to pass, we're frustrated not realizing that what we were praying for probably wasn't in the scope of what we should be praying for. It says ask and you shall receive, but that that needs to be aligned with your call, your, your will in life, and then you're in alignment with it. If I pray and ask God to give me a incredible Maxwell singing voice, I'm not going to I don't I'm not going to receive that because that's not what he designed me to do. That's not what he's called me to do. Why am I asking for a Maxwell singing voice? He gave it to Maxwell. We have to be conscious of that. And then the freedom of fear. Now, Fear, the acronym, false evidence appearing real, and then faith. What's interesting is that people who are like really science-based will talk about science and fear. Like it's like fear is material evidence. And then faith, because it's aligned with God and the things unseen but yet to be, you know, to come, they're they're really fear and faith our siblings, one is positive, one's negative. It really is that simple. But the promise of freedom of fear, meaning that we don't have to be fearful of none of this stuff that's happening on earth. Fearful of a man, fearful of a woman, fearful of an outcome. But the lies we begin to tell ourselves is what causes that fear. I'm going to come from 2 Peter 1, 4-5. through 5. And because of his glory and excellence, he has given us Great and precious promises. These are the promises that enable you to share his divine nature and escape the world's corruption caused by human desires. Not God desires, human desires. In view of all this, make every effort to respond to God's promises. So the scriptures let us know that he wants us to be in line with his divine nature and step away from the corruption caused by human desires. 
And that's almost like another topic of what those desires are. And you do you realize in this moment that that could be a challenge for you too, is that some of your desires are keeping you away from realizing God's unfair advantage. You got to take a moment to kind of sit through or sit with yourself and just ask, like, what are those desires that I have that may not be super beneficial, super Christian-like, and how do I eradicate them so that I can experience a better quality of life? The next point that we're going to talk about, number two, is what's stopping me from activating God's unfair advantage, right? Like, what's stopping this? And what I want you to know in this conversation um, that more than likely, God's unfair advantage is activated because his promises are equal. You know, he sees no different in any man, okay? The challenge is the relationships are different. And so oftentimes, especially as Christians, we get to this dependency nature where we expect God to do it all, that we have no corresponding responsibility or contribution to the relationship, and we just want everything that he promises us without our, contrib- without our contribution involved. That's stupid. It really is. Because in any great relationship, both parties have to do their part. Here are some of the things that I recognize when I'm working with people that's keeping them away from their unfair advantage. Problematic self-belief. They believe they're the problem and they can't get through it. They can't get over it. Something happened in their childhood or as an adult or they witnessed a traumatic experience and they can't get past it. Problematic thinking. I mean, self-belief. The next one's pervasive thinking. Where now everything is bad. My life is bad. My work is bad. My children are bad. Like It's just pervasive. It just intertwines into every facet of your life. It becomes hard to see the light. To see the blessings. But if you took a step back and just said simply, like, is that really true? And begin to ask yourself a different quality of question, you'll get a better answer. The company you keep. It's so powerful that scriptures just the wisdom and and the fact that a um, you know poor character corrupts good you can't, what is it poor character corrupts good company I gotta double check that but poor character will corrupt good company and in scripture, it's more, it articulates very, it articulates better. But the facts are, the people you keep around you will impact your relationship spiritually too. Because especially if they're not like, like-minded believers, they're chastising you because you're at church on Sunday and you're wanting to read scripture and not go to the club or turn up or get drunk or get high. And then you feel that pressure. So you conform company will impact that another big one's a lack of obedience yes lack of obedience not being obedient like the word is is really laid out to us in such a simple way but we are the complex species that questions 
and has the issues with just submitting to the word. So therefore, sometimes we're not obedient. We're not following the word. And therefore, we're either in sin or we're just making poor decisions. And that will impact your ability to experience God's unfair advantage, bad habits, uh, moments of defeat that in your mind turn into a life of defeat. That really messes people up too. And then a lack of patience. That's a really big one. Not allowing the materialization of what God had in store for you to play out. And then you go off the, the deep end and make some rational decision or conclusion. And now you've removed yourself away from the path in which God had you on. So a lack of patience will impact you. What are some of the areas that you feel personally are problematic for you? You need to write that down because until we, we can't change something that we don't see or understand. If you take time to document the real you, not the one you want people to perceive or not the one that you want people to um, understand or like or value, but the, the authentic you, you need to do that so we can help move past it. And then the next thing that we're going to talk about, point number three, how to activate God's unfair advantage. The activation of it. And part of the activation is also the implementation. And I think that, I think people want God's unfair advantage. I mean, why not? Like, why wouldn't you want God's unfair advantage in your life and business? Like, why wouldn't you want to know that you have this amazing partner, amazing father that can put you in a position that no one else can, that can protect you like no one else can, that can love you like truly no one else can, and then all the benefits that come from that. I mean, it's like an inheritance almost if you're like the heir to this very wealthy um, family and they did things in a, a great way and now you're in the person inheriting all these benefits. We're talking about the spiritual benefits, everlasting life benefits, well beyond money and all the material stuff. So how do I activate God's unfair advantage? First thing is understand God's promises and how they work. Knowledge is the understanding, wisdom is the implementation or the action supporting what you understand. You gotta have both, can't have one without the other. Personal growth, that's really where we hit the home run as an organization. We really understand the importance of you growing, becoming more, understanding more, learning more. Lifelong learners, you have to become the better version of yourself to really experience God's unfair advantage. And part of that will be to begin policing your thoughts. You gotta be the police of your thoughts. You can't just let everyone speak to your mind, your heart, your soul. And until you become more knowledgeable and therefore implement it through wisdom, you have to really become super conscious of who's talking to you and what are they talking about. And you won't be able to run away from everybody or shut them down, but you'll become more conscious or you'll know how to disengage quicker because you're like, this spirit that's talking to me or this demon that's talking to me, this conversation needs to end. You also need a kingdompreneur mentor. Again, 
one of the fastest ways to experience this is someone who knows the way can show the way and has gone the way. That makes a big difference. Learning your identity, knowing who you are, is imperative. Most people don't. Once you know who you are, it becomes easy to say yes to opportunities and no. It's easy to say yes to people entering your life and no. It's easy to maintain quality relationships because you know who you are and your values and, and what those values stand for represent, especially the ones that are aligned with Jesus' principles. And then you also need the Kingdompreneur Mentor Formula. And if you haven't had a chance to hear this formula, you can go back to our previous um, podcast. I think it was two episodes ago. But it's faith plus skills times belief equals God's unfair advantage. When you take faith plus the proper skills and you develop your faith according to and skills times belief, because faith and belief are not just faith and belief are not the same, then you will know how to experience God's unfair advantage and really begin to expose your old way of thinking and then coupling, getting rid of that with your new way of thinking and then seeing the realization of God's promises and being grateful, quantifying them, experiencing them ongoingly, understanding scripture and how to make scripture come alive. And, you know, Kingdompreneur, we help leaders activate and realize God's unfair advantage. For me personally, it's been life-altering from not knowing who I was to being very clear on who I am. It just it just makes life so much easier. Like, you're not conforming. You don't feel the pressure. You're okay with people being disappointed in your actions. You really stop caring what they think about you. All you care about is what God sees in you. That's it. Like, when you get to that place, like, that is the ultimate realization is when you are like, I am good as long as the person who I admire most or, you know, my father who I admire most believes that I am in accordance with his word and I'm living a line, then everything else doesn't matter. It does not matter. And that's where we want to help you get to that place. Let's segue into our two-minute recap. Number one, struggling is normal until you have been removed from the matrix. So the struggling you're feeling from the worldly corruption, man's desires, the secular way of doing things, the enemy schemes, struggle is necessary. But when you step out of that, you have to realize that being a Christian, being a true follower, being committed, there will be suffering, but suffering and struggling are not equivalent in the world of man. And the promises is what really separates the suffering for good versus the struggling for bad. Number two, you can't unsee what you've seen and experienced. So once you've experienced God's unfair advantage, you can't unsee it and you can't the experience is there now. The belief is there now. It becomes cemented. It is a law. It is a fact. It is a record of thought. You can't move away from that. And that's where we want to help you get to. 
Then comes the immersion and explosion of, of spiritual success, faith success, and you're walking and talking, and you're just crushing it. I just realized that I don't have any water, and I'm looking around, and I could use something to drink. But we're almost done. Just my throat's getting really dry. So here are some of the key takeaways. Number one, God is real. Number two, you are a conqueror. You really are. Because everything we describe will be about you overcoming and conquering what has had you for so long you will now have. Number three, everything can work out to your good. And you have to remember that if you choose to. So everything you're going through, it could be you losing a spouse, a child, a job, your money. There's something in there that God wants you to realize. And he's going to take you through it if you allow him. And it'll work to your good. It doesn't mean that what you experience will be altered. The pain you felt. The suffering you felt. But that also opens you up. We learn really well through pain and suffering. And then number four. God keeps his promises. We just have to unlock them. So once you know the promises, the way of the promises, how to implement what's required to unlock the promises, then you will know by being patient that that promise is coming. You just have to do your part. So I thank you again for joining me and hanging out, KM family. It's always a pleasure for us to get together. Uh, we're going to be experiencing some guests soon, too. So you're going to see some dynamic conversations between myself and other Kingdompreneur mentors, some people that you value, some people you're going to learn about. I just really want you to know that it's time for you to be a part of our movement and experience God's unfair advantage in your life. Please make sure you share this. Like take the time right now and just share it. Like you don't know who you may bless because you shared it. You don't know you may bless us by your comments. Whether we're in alignment or not, it's still always great to get that perspective. Add yourself to the channel. Take advantage of our free training. Like we have some really cool trainings that are free. You can participate in those. Learn more about our mentorship. Like we're about to do some really big things. And you can hear about it or you can be about it. It's your choice. Thank you for joining. Talk to you soon. KM family, what an incredible episode we just experienced on today's show, packed with wisdom and enlightenment. Remember, please subscribe to our newsletter, podcast, and YouTube channel for the best results. In addition, you can contribute to Kingdompreneur Mentor by commenting, requesting topics, or emailing us. And if you desire a deeper relationship with Kingdompreneur Mentor, visit our website at www.kingdompreneurmentor.org and learn more about our courses, masterclasses, and live events. We we pray that God's favor goes before you and prospers your way and that people go out of their way to bless you.